about the CW's Riverdale that is filmed in the dark and then transferred onto an audio podcast also in the dark. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. Yeah, that's right. We have <laughs> video of this and we're just holding on to it, not releasing it. Audio only. And Riverdale is a regular show where regular things happen. Nothing to see here. No weird shit at all. I'm Pete. Uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> We're going to talk about Chapter 34, Judgment Night. Judgment Night! The most Judgment Night insane episode of Riverdale yet. I think this what was... You- I'm just saying in terms of like... So much stuff happened almost nonstop. It is hard to keep track of everything that happened in this episode. I love this show, but I got to say, this episode, not my fave. Really? What? Yes. Oh, I can't. dude. I feel great about this episode. Yeah. I fucking told you. I told you. I told you. <laughs> this is like a fever dream of every uh, single possible theory happening all at once. Yeah, I got to tell you, this is it's crazy the amount of things that we've given Pete shit about on this podcast that were proved true on this episode. I know. It almost made me think that somehow Pete got made this episode for us <laughs> to be like, haha. It was weird how there was that bearded guy with glasses wearing masks of all of the characters on the show, and yeah. that's how they did it this episode. Yeah, honestly, Maybe we didn't even see the real episode. Um, hmm. Did you guys notice, though, in the opening kind of like recap that they did a close up of the Black Hood's eyes and then immediately cut to how Cooper's eyes, same eyes, like right in that opening credits thing. So you even before we found out, we found out in the very it beginning. It was weird how in the recap they were like previously on Hey Pete, did you notice this? Yeah. <laughs> so is, let's so what talk a great about shout our out. recap because there's a lot of stuff going into this episode. There's a serial killer named the Black Hood that's been terrorizing Riverdale. Betty thinks she's figured out it's her father and has set a trap for him. At the same time, the tensions between the South Side Serpents and the North Side have uh, come to a head outside the Riverdale Police Department where Fang's Fogarty had been released from prison for killing Midge, uh, and he got shot by somebody. They thought it was Reggie Mantle, but Reggie was tackled by Archie, so nobody knows who actually shot Fangs Fogarty, uh, but he was hurt, and he is bleeding. And of course, that led to a riot outside of the police department. Uh, This is all orchestrated by the lodges, specifically Hiram Lodge, so he create chaos to push through his plan of getting his wife, Hermione Lodge, elected mayor, so he could take over the so maybe you could build a prison that they haven't mentioned in prison. several episodes. Yeah, prison. Prison. A they, for-profit prison. Right, that they uh, haven't mentioned in several episodes. Uh, meanwhile, Fred Andrews is also running for mayor of Riverdale. 
Uh, Archie is his son. Archie is his <laughs> son. Know. Archie is There's the, so much leading into this episode. Archie I don't even know what else we need to talk about. He's like the capo for uh, the Lodge family. Um, he's dating Veronica. Betty's dating Jughead. The way it should be. Uh, Tony Topaz, who briefly dated Jughead, is now with Cheryl. Right. They, they should mention they so Tony Topaz is date. with... Yeah, uh, they did. Yeah, no, they, did. they were like, uh, maybe we should do this, and she shut it down. She was like, Joni Jopez. They had a name. No, yeah, it was official and everything. Come on, no, it wasn't. So Tony uh, is with the Southside Serpents. Uh, we left off. Cheryl was being attacked by the Black Hood last right. episode. She just swung open the door without looking through the goddamn peephole. Uh, uh, Betty, Betty's parents, um, Hal and, and Alice. Alice had a secret child with Jughead's dad, FP, <laughs> F Palace. Um, that, and that was the main character of Riverdale, Chick. Um, he was maybe killed last episode, which was broke everybody's heart. And that's barely heart. important this episode. Yeah, though. I don't know why you're bringing that up. I'm just recapping. I uh, think it's going to come back. <laughs> nope. I, yeah, it is. But probably next episode. Uh, but, oh, there was Oof. also, there was a uh, Black Hood that tried to kill... Uh, Fred Andrews, maybe Hermione at the mayoral debate. Uh, and there was one other thing that I thought was important. Oh, oh. Uh, Kevin Keller's father, uh, Sheriff Keller, got kicked out of the sheriffancy and was replaced by a puppet of the lodges. Yes, Pete also, Page. there was a murder of uh, poutine uh, and oh. Oh, right, small yeah. fries. So, Papa Poutine is the local Montreal, the Montreal gangster. He has a son named Small Fry, um, who is maybe coming for revenge. Yep. Yep. And one final thing we should say is the, a former serpent named Penny uh, was drummed out of the serpent for being <laughs> right, a bad guy. And she got her uh, tattoo cut off. Got her tattoo cut off by Jughead. one item of business to talk about that we do need to recap before we get into. Uh, this is our apology section. Pete. Uh, the Ghoulies came back this episode. This is a gang of teenagers from Southside High. And as tweeted out by the showrunner Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa this week, turns out uh, the Ghoulies are actually cannibals. Ha <laughs> ha! I, I told you. I, it's weird to have Pete Right. Yeah, no, I don't know how to do with that. Uh, I'll tell you, did you guys pick up the Riverdale free comic book day issue this week? Uh, no, I did not. Sure. So this is a reprint of Riverdale number six, which is an incontinuity comic uh, that Archie Comics publishes. And this one was a couple of tales that Pop is telling to Betty. And in it, he sh- doesn't just strongly imply, like he tells a story, and this could be true or not, that there's a Loch Ness monster who lives in Sweetwater River. But... They actually definitely show in the comic book that once a year, the devil comes to Pops and eats two burgers. I mean... And that's in continuity. Like, why, legit why, in continuity written by Roberto Aguirre. Can we please get back to the Cheryl moments? That is- I, the reason I bring this up is because we're ta- about to talk about, like, this fucking insane episode of the show. Regular episode. Just very casually in the background, there's a gang of teenage cannibals, a Loch Ness monster, and the devil. Dude, I told you to have been cannibals since the beginning. <laughs> But you know what's the worst thing about this? I feel like this is the world's becoming more like Pete's brain. <laughs> and this is just the first thing. Yeah. I, right. I can tell how excited he is because Pete is now standing up. Okay, so Cheryl. It's dangerous that he was right. It's dangerous <laughs> to all of us. This could uh, shatter a whole podcast, a whole way we relate to each so other. So Cheryl opens up the door. There's a black hood, a black hood. And we this, not- the black hood, worst of all, is on a person. Like yeah. it's not it's not a floating black hood. Yeah, no, it's not a floating. But it black is hood. could be because why the fuck not, right? Um, yeah, anything goes. So 
Cheryl starts running for her life, and I'm very kind of, like, worried because uh, it doesn't seem like she has a plan. But, of course, Cheryl has a plan because Cheryl is so badass. And, yeah, we get to uh, – she kind of, like, leads the black hood through the house and then goes outside and changes into her badass, like, Robin Hood-type character. It's ballsy in the middle of a, a murder atta- attempt to yeah. have an outfit change. I, well, it's Cheryl. Cheryl has outfit change, Cheryl, and they're worth it every time. They're Cheryl amazing. is easily my favorite character on the show. And yeah. She is, like, on another level this episode, just yes! casually talking about, like, yes! hello, cousin, I'm hunting him through the woods. Yeah. Cheryl um, became, like, a, a weapon. She has. Yes. So... Uh, the, this show is produced by Greg Berlanti, who produces a bunch of the CW superhero shows. Uh, the music is done by Blake Neely, who does the music for almost every Greg Berlanti show. You probably heard this, Pete, but they have uh, when when Cheryl pulls out the arrow and shoots the Black Hood, they had a touch of the arrow theme in play in the background <laughs> in the music, which is ludicrous. The whole thing is absolutely so or- over the top brilliant and a genius No, move. I loved it. I loved how ridiculously over the top I'm it was. I'm sorry, guys. That's all the time we have for the Pete's Arrow theme song corner. <laughs> uh, so let's move on. Um, to, so Cheryl shoots the Black Hood yes, in she the does. shoulder, which is a big clue. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's the main reason for doing it is so we know for sure later on, spoiler, that Hal is the Black Hood because we see a little blood spot. Yeah, yeah, he's bleeding through his yeah. shirt. I thought for a while it might have just been a hole in his sweater. Right. But no. it wasn't. No, no, no. It was no. a blood spot. Uh, it could have been like cut myself yo, shaving on my shoulder. Was fantastic that Cheryl was rocking. By the way, when she was all Robin Hood up, the red red riding, yeah, the red Riding Hood, red Robin Hood, how whatever yeah. it is, yeah, fantastic. You do watch the show Arrow, right? Like, there's a character called Red Arrow on the show. Yeah, I don't know why you haven't said that yet. Well, uh, we're talking about a separate show. He, so. does, he likes to keep his peanut butter and his chocolate <laughs> separate. Yeah, um, yeah. Don't put peanut butter and jelly in the same jar. Yeah, I've seen it on the shelves. This That's show, ridiculous. This show has everything <laughs> in the sandwich. It's peanut butter, chicken, uh, taco meat. Uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, this show is Riverdale insane. is the garbage plate of shows. Exactly. No wonder Pete loves it. Uh, shout out to Rochester, where garbage plates are the what rock. everybody eats. Yeah, it's The Rock, baby. They have garbage plates, sloppy plates. Yeah, it's just fantastic. So Cheryl goes to hunt the Black Hood through the woods. She calls Betty to let her know. Uh, And uh, Betty, of course, kind of freaks out a little bit because she doesn't know for sure. She's basic that her father is the Black Hood on a lot of suppositions at this point. Yeah. But at least to her, the evidence is pointing more and more to Well, she's trusting her instincts. You yeah. Know? But I would also say, like, Betty's whole thing was, like, being a good detective. And this, the last few episodes, she's turned into, like, I think this, so I'm just going to keep going with it. Sure. So I feel like she's not quite the detective we all thought. Well. She has no. a darkness in her. Yeah, uh, she does. <laughs> uh, glorious we see darkness. Alice, for some reason, is screaming if it bleeds it leads. Uh, we get a fight between <laughs> FP and the and uh, the cop. Who right. Is a so stooge. there's a whole riot going on in yeah. uh, in Riverdale, and they're going to print an edition of the Riverdale Register in the you, middle. of The this, town I guess? is burning, and they're like, "What should we put the headline? Because there is a bake sale at the gazebo tomorrow. Should yeah. we go with that?" And they're like, "No, if it bleeds, it leads." Yeah. Do you think is the Riverdale Register? Are they online at all? Like, I always kind of felt like it was definitely a print publication. 
Yeah, it doesn't feel like they have a lot of web web presence. I will say, yeah, uh, computers don't seem to be too important in this show, but cell phones, everyone takes, like, multiple phone calls in this episode. Uh, Everyone's in different places, so they're just constantly communicating by phone. Yeah, I actually didn't mind that, because I feel like the show has weirdly ignored cell phones. Like, going into this episode, I was actually thinking about how little they call each other, and instead, like, hey, I'm just at your door for no reason. It's just, like, super small town. Uh, But here they need to, so it's Good it really I did the like the whole thing where we're during the riot, we're kind of seeing where everybody is. And then Veronica is one place and like Andre, the driver shows up and I was like, of course, like the family's going to have the driver go get Cheryl and bring him back to the home. I thought that was kind of a funny moment. Uh, Wait, Veronica? 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 Yeah. What yeah. did I say? Cheryl. Cheryl. You can't stop talking about Sorry. Cheryl. Sorry. I meant Veronica. It's uh, all right. They're two different characters. Yeah. So yeah. In the middle, do, all, do all girls look the oh, same to you, Pete? Fuck you. Uh, all girls? So we have uh, this... Just because they got beautiful long hair? This co- <laughs> what? Now you're both weird. Uh, so we Women have- can be beautiful and have short hair, man. Don't no, so I haven't seen it yet. Oh, my God. So we have this cop who is uh, crooked. He's working for Hiram Lodge. Um, he's not helping FP, setting up more of the confrontation between the serpents and the rest of the town, basically. Yeah. And this is, so what exactly is Hiram's plan at this point? Just basically destabilize everything, right? But it doesn't make sense. All he wants is... Anarchy. Yeah, but why? Because when you own property and everything's burning around it, uh, you can buy property up for cheap Mm -hmm. and make a profit. Yeah, but like, he's going to build a prison and everyone's going to be a criminal who lives in a prison. Right? Because everyone's doing horrible I, I think, things. I think it's a, not a great plan, and it's very much revealed this episode by him just kind of going around and finally devilishly smiling by himself. Uh, and Veronica calls him out by the end of the episode. She's like, you're just always going to push on everybody. You're always, that's all you do. That's the only mode you have. So to yeah. your point, Justin, yeah, it's not a very good plan, but I think Pete is right. I think that's what it's supposed to be, that... It's supposed to just destabilize everything. Yep. But I don't understand then why why is Hermione going to the cop and saying, like, I want to put a million dollar uh, reward. More anarchy. Yep. More, that means more people running around trying to shoot somebody. More, the more people are scared, they're going to stay in their homes. And, like, yeah, he's, they're just trying to amp it up. So he's trying to drive, up prop, drive down property values in, like, years from now so he can eventually build a prison someday. Yep. While the town around him is literally burning. Burning, yep. Not a great plan in my book. This is why there's only three people in his gag. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And one of them is Archie. Uh, (laughs) But Veronica, good detective this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, She figures out a bunch of stuff. and She figures out that uh, Midge Clump's mom was the one that shot Fangs. And she does that, not detective-wise, she just gets out of her car and is like, are you all right? And she's like, I shot that kid. (laughs) Well, she noticed a better detective when you're scanning a riot. And you see everybody freaking out. And then there's one person who's like in a daze of like, she was like, I see what's going on. And she, she eyeballed it, stopped the car and got out and like, why don't you confess to me what you did? Everyone in Riverdale knows each other. Yeah. Uh, so like everyone in the riot was a friend of hers, I would think. Uh, did you guys catch the reference to Gotham City? Yes. Uh, that was weird. Yeah. It, that's another thing that always wears me out is when fictional worlds clearly have other fictional worlds existing inside of them. Yeah. yeah. That's strange. Uh, I, I that took sentence that as like, was strange. It, what? 
<laughs> right. <laughs> I think, uh, so are you saying, though, you think like Gotham City is a city in the world of Riverdale or they know Batman comics? It sounded like Gotham City is a city they visit. <laughs> the way it is like, what is this, Gotham City? Yep. So, g- potentially, if you're right. Who would Go- say that about the, the movie Batman? I don't know. No, that I would, it was like, it kind of was looking and feeling like Gotham. Yeah, well, you, you love, you're too far in on this show. Oh, you yeah, love yeah. it too much. You're defending it, which is not your thing. So I, I do think she was just making reference to, like, what is this Gotham City? Like, she was just making a cultural reference. But yeah. I like the idea much better that in the world of Riverdale, not only does Greendale, where the Sabrina show is eventually going to take place, exist, but also said Junipero for Black Mirror at yep. Gotham City. Yeah. That's yeah. Why great. not? I love that. Uh, why not it's have like everything sort of exist? nexus of realities. Uh, so... We have Moose, Archie, and Kevin Keller going to get weapons at the school, which turns out are lacrosse sticks. <laughs> right. uh, and then they're, they get confronted by uh, Sweet Pea and the serpents there, and they're about to murder each other <laughs> for no reason. Before a principal Weatherby, Weatherby show. shows oh, up. Oh, yeah, that was great. Like, oh, you guys going to brawl? Looks like the teachers are here now. <laughs> yeah, and like then the all the teachers are more badass than the students. And the next scene, Archie's like, yeah, the fight ended because Weatherby showed up. It was just like <laughs> such a weird... It is weird, particularly because Principal Weatherby has done nothing for two solid seasons other than encourage Archie to start a vigilante gang, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so this but is kind of his But he was there to fault. shut it down when they needed him most. It mm. just feels like this episode was moving so quickly. Oh, I loved be- it. it. Which the show has been sort of accelerating its pace that we, yeah. it was like, ah, don't worry about that. And I, there I were too many, that. don't worry about that. Yeah, there was definitely episode. a lot of stuff that happened because right after that, then they find out that Reggie's in trouble. Yeah. And they run over to Pop to save Reggie, who's being attacked by cannibals yeah. <laughs> straight out of the Warriors. Yeah, uh, the, and truly, I, he almost said, Archie's come out and play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they attack Pops and uh, Pop. Uh, reminds Archie, he's like, you know, back in the riots of 79, which they really do need to get back to at some point. They keep saying out what went on with that. Uh, He's like, we came up with something. It's called Molotov Cocktail. I I was like, and Archie (laughs) is instantly on the roof, like with a fully fashioned Molotov cocktail, winging them at these ghoulies. Yeah, which that's what you got to do, man. Before Fred, uh, Sheriff Keller and FP roll up. Yeah, I think you got to call it hashtag Hot Dads of Riverdale. Yes, that was fun. That, yes. I mean, that was a group. Kevin Keller that, line. The, seeing those three roll up was like, <laughs> oh shit. That yeah. was, so here, here's why I understand where you're coming from, Justin. But why I feel all of this is fine is because Riverdale. As crazy as these things happen, is always self aware. Like it is a, such a self aware show. Like it's not thinking it's totally serious at every point because you have, there's no reason for Fred Andrews, Sheriff Keller and FP to all be in a cop car together, come in and stop some ghoulies and break things up. No reason. That's exactly what they've been setting up the whole time. What are you even talking about? This whole moment, the whole show builds to that moment of those guys teaming up together to save the day. Yo, Fred Andrews hasn't done anything but hem and haw about which plaid shirt in his closet to put on. And he's all of a sudden leading these dudes to be like, yo, we got to kill these cannibal kids. Hell yeah, dude. Because 
Luke Perry can only take so much. Yeah, he really <laughs> cracked this episode. But that's great. The, I mean, that said, the way it's shot, the way they walk in, Kevin oh. Teller being like, whoa, the hot dads of Riverdale. Great. That I was loved fun. all I that. Fantastic. It's really fun. But let's move on to another totally sensible thing. Jughead <laughs> is a 15-year-old kid, and he runs a gang of men in their 40s. They go to the White Worm, and it's all sure. these like, old bikers are like, hey, Jughead, what should we do about these cannibals well, he's trying to kill us? He's already proven himself. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He went through the thing where uh, he got punched Why do you have a, a problem times. with that now? That's been the case for a I'm long time. I'm just saying, once the lid came off, he started to really see the scaffolding of this show. Sure. Oh, do you want to keep talking about the Jughead storyline? Sure, yeah. So uh, Penny Peabody is hired by Hiram Lodge to, again, take out the serpents or something or basically just cause anarchy. Uh, and they end up having a confrontation with the serpents. Uh, it gets called off, right? I think. If, uh, yes. There's so much happened in this episode. It's a little hard to keep track. So, yeah. yeah. Penny, who is like has a, her sarcasm dials turned way up <laughs> though, this whole episode. She's kidnapped Tony, who she didn't get the news is not Jughead's girlfriend. Yep. Uh, and he, Jughead's even like, no, Betty's at home. And she's like, no, your other girlfriend. And Tony's like, yeah, it's me, man. <laughs> Come help. Uh, so they, uh, that fight gets called off because of, uh, I guess, F- well, P- she, well, first Cheryl comes in. Cheryl comes in with oh, her arrows out with of the arrows yes, and does. saves Tony, which yeah. is again Cheryl. fantastic. Like we keep yeah. talking about how over the top this episode is, but Brand. they've kept uh, the Tony stuff off screen for the past couple of episodes. They had a nice great. little moment. It was great seeing Cheryl as a superhero saving Tony. I thought it was, that was cool. a lot of fun. I yeah. agree with that. Um, and then we get a, a showdown the next day between Jughead. And the ghoulies, or I guess the serpents and the ghoulies is what they set up at the end of that scene. Right. Um, and Jughead's like, oh, man, I don't want to do that. Um, and then that's when we find out that FP walks into Jughead talking to the rest of the gang. And FP's like, yo, Fangs died. Yeah. I was like, oh, my Off God, screen. what? Yeah. Oh, we screen. didn't even see that. Yeah. Do you, put up your fangs, bro. So let me ask you a question. Put up though. your do fangs. You think, yeah, then they put up their fangs. No, do I'm you, telling you to put up your oh, fangs okay, right I'm now. Putting for up fangs. my fangs right now. Put them up. This is great for audio put them podcast. Up. No, when I started, show some respect for fangs. When I start a gang, the first thing is to come up with the hand gestures. All I want to say is I'm glad we're filming this. Uh, so yeah, no, this is going to be good stuff. Up. Fangs. Uh, up. Do you, let me ask you a question. <laughs> do you think fangs is actually dead? Because there was. Nope. Yes, Fangs wasn't even a character, really. Yeah, well, here's if you die because, off camera, you don't die. Right. That's and a the, classic. They don't have any body. We yep. also don't see Joaquin anymore this episode. So I thought there's a slight possibility that FP sent Joaquin to take Fangs back to Shen Junipero. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, maybe. Now you're thinking like Riverdale. Now, great spinoff series. Black Mirror crossover. Fangs Ooh. died, but his consciousness put into the oh, uh, San Junipero yeah. matrix. <laughs> uh, that makes total sense. Yep. Um, should we cap out Jughead's story before we go back? Uh, yeah, because yeah, there's well, uh, we could, so much other stuff to get to. Uh, we should go back and talk about the Betty stuff because it starts to intersect at a certain point. Sure. Oh, or man. why don't we talk about the Veronica stuff? Because that's yeah. a little easier Let's to get Let's talk about Veronica breaking into her dad's office. Yeah, so Veronica breaks into her dad's office. She discovers that uh, her dad has blackmailed on her mom <laughs> Hell yeah. that she's going to release uh, because as an October surprise because he ultimately thinks it'll be more damaging, which again, crazy logic, more damaging for Fred Adger's to reveal he had an affair. Yeah, because he's that, running a you know on the 
I'm the perfect dad scenario, and yeah, uh, that logic also doesn't make any sense. If you're if there's an election and one candidate ha- their photos come out that they're fucking each other, like that doesn't that's not how. Politics. Yeah, but that was a long time ago, though. It yeah. was uh, like three months ago in Riverdale timeline. Right, right, right. So that's I, yeah, not that. I mean, long. Okay, yeah, but let's Riverdale, it comes out of the middle of the 2016 <laughs> presidential <laughs> campaign. <laughs> Donald Trump and Hillary were fucking. Yeah. Like what? Wh- who's that going to be damaging for? Ugh, Other than our America, for everybody, yeah. <laughs> but the, I, you I are guess a conspiracy theorist, and you believe that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my reaction to that would be like, I, okay, I, I don't. I don't know how that affects anything that necessarily goes on, and particularly for Hermione and Fred, where Hermione was still married, and Fred, Fred at that point, I think, is not, right? Like, he's separated yeah. from his wife. Separated. So less damaging for Fred. I agree with that. Also, like, on the in the Trump-Clinton scenario, if it was later revealed that Melania Trump was the one that released the photos of the two of them <laughs> having sex, it'd be yeah. like, wait, what? Why? Yeah. Also, in a binder that said October Surprise written on it? <laughs> It seems a little deliberate. Yeah. I. Uh, you guys have a secret murder plans folder, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have a bunch of those. Alex's murder I, plan. I know that you... Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. worried about how much... So, Veronica finds that out, confronts her mother. Mother's, like, clearly wavering at this point. Yeah. And that's when Small Fry attacks. Small uh, Fry breaks in. Turns out Small Fry isn't so no, small. No, he's large, in fact. Yeah, it's like hey, that dude. nickname when you call somebody tiny. It's because they're huge. Yeah, oh, nice. not me. So, he breaks in. He attacks them. And Hermione kills him. Uh, but it's all fine uh, because Hiram gets rid of all the bodies. Oh, in the but how great was that, though, guys? Come on. Like, what? the fact, no, it was so awesome because it's like they were sitting at the table and he comes in and he's, he's seeing all the bodies. <laughs> it is like. Now, first off, Small Fry's like the scary gangster sorry, who drove. Were we just going <laughs> to blow by the fact that Pete just got so excited he put his microphone down? Yeah, I, was, I was so excited. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even notice. I didn't, but it yeah. makes sense, as much sense as anything in this episode that he doesn't know how our podcast works. I've only uh, been doing this for 13 years. It's so cool. You're sort of the pop- a poutine of this podcast. Uh, so I'm small fry. Small fry shows up and he doesn't have a gun. He murders the fucking uh, Andre. You, when you're that big, you don't need a gun. He just walks. He gets shot. He gets killed. Immediately. So I thought we were going to get some sort of like I'm impervious to bullets because I'm an enormous dude, yeah. but that, clearly not. No, no, he just got shot and died, and then uh, Hermione oh, and no, Veronica. No, 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 that was so glorious because he comes home and they're just chilling there and like, hey, Dad, clean up your shit. We're mad at you. I thought that was such a great family moment. That oh, I love that. Well, I thought so it was so cool. They've taken out Papa Poutine. They've taken out Small Fry. Do you? Think squeaky curds is coming for the next episode? <laughs> no gravy boys coming. Oh, that dude, oh the gravy train. He's that dude will burn you. He's that coming, dude will yeah. burn you. <laughs> um, it's, should we go back and talk? Uh, well, Betty? Yeah, yeah we got let's talk about Betty. Betty. So, oh, Betty. Uh, Betty gets home. This is and- the greatest. Yeah, and her dad's like, hey, guys, I want to show you. There's a riot in town. Yep, I Let want to show you a short film. And that's how you knew it was him as soon as he started with the film. No, I know, but Alice also is like, what's going on, Hal? What's happening? Well, for, and right before that, Betty's like, oh, uh, Hal's been uh, wounded. So she goes to the hospital, and there's a dead doctor in Hal's bed. I was yeah. like, oh, no. Yeah. Is this the way it's going to go? Yeah. And Hal's show, like, showing movies. I'm like, oh, man, yep. is he actually? Yeah, he So he is. shows a movie of yes, him as a is. boy. 
Which yes. seems odd thing for mom to do. Like, hey, I'm going to film me turning you into a psychopath. Right. But uh, she does. Um, yeah. No, you got to film shit like that. You yeah, gotta yeah the good that. stuff in life, you got to film. Family movies. Yeah. Um, Hal says that he has a darkness and Betty has a darkness. Oh, so good. Uh, and she accuses Hal of being the Black Hood. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah, so he admits Who he's the Black I, Hood. Betty? Say it. Say it. Oh, right. So glorious. he admits that uh, he's going. He is the Black Hood. He mm-hmm. did everything except try to shoot up the mayoral debate. Right. Because uh, there's so other there's, Black Hoods there's a running copycat around. Black Hood yeah. running around out there somewhere. I guess we'll probably find out who that is next episode. Uh, and he also says he's going to kill his whole family because that's the sort of thing you do. Uh, but he wanted it recorded so that everybody knows for posterity that he was the Black Hood and it's super yeah. cool and everybody's going to be like, "Nice job, Hal." Because they're sinners. I mean, yeah. So meanwhile, across town and uh, at Archie and Fred's place. The other black no, no, hood. but we got to, you guys were referencing a bunch of bullshit. The fact that they referenced the purge here when she was like, do you know why I'm the black hood? Because of your speech, Betty, you're talking about purging the, of the sins. So and you I thought, think the purge also happens in the Riverdale universe? Yes. It's it, basically it, this yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So yeah, across town, uh, Fred and Archie are hanging at home. The black hood jumps in, shoots uh, Fred. So no, they. So Fred knocks the black hood down, yeah. and then he's like, yeah, "I'm so glad I did that, Archie." So listen, <laughs> and Fred gets shot, and I was like, "What? What are you doing?" Yeah. He d- he just like takes a little victory lap to hang yeah. out with his yeah. son. Immediately, the black hood stands back up, shoots Fred. Fred immediately admits to having a bulletproof vest on. Yeah. yeah. Which he got from Sheriff Keller. Yeah. yeah. Wearing it during hot dad time. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, it was just crazy to me to have him be shot and then he may be like, I'm fine, bulletproof vest. And it's like kids playing a well, game. Right. And then Archie, of course, runs after this copycat Black Hood. Yeah, he does. But doesn't find him or her. Ooh. Uh, Baby doll. So back at the Cooper house, Hal Cooper is like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to kill you guys. I'm going to kill you guys. And Alice starts taunting him and come. I, again, in a crazy episode, there were so many great moments. And one of the greatest moments was Alice taunting Hal specifically oh, using yeah. FP. Yeah. And yeah. being like, he's more of a man than you oh, ever were. Yeah, man. We fucked. I was we like, why are you so fucking much? with a crazy person? You don't keep pushing. No, she did it because she wants to save her daughter. She wants yeah. to yeah. save Betty. Like, she also wants to give Betty a chance to knock him out, which they eventually do. But I think more than anything, she's like, I'm going to keep your father distracted so you can have a chance. Because yeah. otherwise he's going to kill both of us. I think the people in this town are desensitized to violence and death. A little bit, just because Veronica has <laughs> watched several people be murdered in front of yeah. her, and she's like, whatever. Yeah, yeah uh, because Alice really just locks into her plan and doesn't doesn't give it up. But it works because Betty knocks out Hal, and he ends up getting arrested the next day. We get a nice little Barchy moment if you're a fan of that. Yeah, that scene between Ar- Archie and Betty is was the clearest indicator that. That's coming. You no, think so? You what, Next what episode. Education? Just the way it was like clearly like a little moment between them. They've been pushed together. Jughead's too busy. Veronica, they're both too busy with their little empire things. And it feels like Archie and Betty are right next to each dude, other. Dude, fuck you, man. No, sorry, dude. Pete, you love this show now, but when Archie and Betty no. lock lips and start taking their oh, clothes off, man. you're going to feel weird. I, yeah, I am. And I, it's not going to happen. It's mm. definitely happening. And no. it's definitely happening next episode. <laughs> no. I agree with you. Yeah. No, I think so. No way, man. Well, Pete, I guess no, you're next to... episode, FP's going on a fucking killing spree. It's what's going to happen. I guess yeah. you're going to have to film another episode of this show uh, to convince us that you are right. So anyway, uh, they're there on the steps and uh, they kind of wrap up those storylines and then they find out 
they're trying to find out where Jughead is. Jughead gives a call to Betty and says, I love you. I love you so much. Yeah. Uh, did you have tears, Pete? Tears. I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was an emotional call. That was a good call. It was yeah. a great call. And I'm so she glad realized, he got she's through. Like, Wait a but second. he could have texted. Yeah. No, you got to call. <laughs> but it's a good no, clue. nobody calls anymore. Text. No, no, dude. When it's your last call, when you think you're going to die, you call. Yeah, but then you can't save it. I would text. I'll tell or you why. Send, send an emoji, a gif, or, or a, a meme. Bitmoji. Oh, that's dude, so smart. Fuck you yeah. guys. Go get an iPhone X. Get, no, fuck <laughs> you guys. You got to call. No, not me, yeah. man. I tell you what, if I'm ever going to die... Dude, if you die and just send me a text, fuck you and, you and your life. I'll tell you what. It was nothing if you don't pick up can, the phone Can I make call. a deal? If I'm going to die, I will let you guys know, guys know on my Instagram stories. <laughs> oh, that's the best That's the go. worst. Yeah, yeah because then the life is fleeting. Exactly. You know, it doesn't last forever. Oh, man. That's so nice. That's so, so nice. So they figure out, because Jughead doesn't make emotional phone calls, uh, that something's wrong with him. Which is where it's like, no, he was really intense on the phone. Yeah. It's like, oh, he must be about to die. Right. So he gives himself up to Penny Peabody in exchange for serpents. Such a dumb she's man. Like, Why is he being so dumb? Why you, does, know, you know she's not going to hold up her end of the Why does Hiram agree to that? Hi, because yeah. he makes the deal with Hiram where he's like, let Penny Peabody kick the shit out of me, and then... We're good to go. Well, and I know Hiram Hiram's really shit. worried about this article that potentially <laughs> Jughead is going to write down the road. <laughs> the school newspaper has too much power. Yeah, yeah it does. exactly. But it's anyway. So that's what happens. Uh, he gets beaten within an inch of his life. And at the end of the episode, everybody's gathered together. FP comes out of the woods holding the lifeless body of Jughead. And Jughead is dead. No, Jughead is dead. One hundred percent. Heavy nope. is the cloth crown. <laughs> no, he is not dead. He's dead. And FP is going to go on a killing spree. FP shows up to save Jughead with by himself. Where's the game? Yeah. Where are the serpents? Dude, he's so angry. He's got no time for that. Yeah, he was with them. Anything else we need to talk about from this episode? Uh, let's see. It was the greatest episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> we probably missed a couple of things, uh, but let's move on to big question. We know one Black Hood. We were right about our two Black Hood theory that we've been yes, talking about a little true. bit. Who is the second Black Hood? Who's the uh, copycat Black Hood? I think it's it's not like it's just other people just putting it on. Like I don't know. You don't they don't say <laughs> other people? Yeah, what do you mean just, extras? You no, know, it's just random. Like whoever feels like being the black hood that night is just you know they just, from anyone in the yeah town. they just hand it around the town. It's like hey, do you want to be a black hood tonight? Sure, sure. Ah, uh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I think if it's not the long lost Cooper son that uh, yeah. Chick was friends with, I don't understand how this show works. <laughs> and then I think I mean, it Chick- could also be Claudius Blossom. That's uh, just because we haven't seen him in a couple of episodes. True. Um, but why does he? Why is he trying to kill Fred? Because the thing know. is, I feel like the implication in this episode was that how Black Hood shot Fred the first time. So why is this other dude killing Fred the second time? Right. I don't know. Unless it's truly a copycat killer. And that makes me think all of Hal's talk about there's a darkness in you, like that it will be uh, someone in the Cooper family. Yeah, Charles. Charles, yeah. Charles. It's weird that when you said uh, Bet- uh, Betty and Archie had a moment, I thought Betty was kind of looking at him like, hey, sorry, my dad tried to kill your dad. And Archie was like, fuck you, bitch. I hate you. I don't think he was saying that. I think they were emotionally kissing. Nope. Speaking uh, of emotional kissing yes i think chick, i think chick is gonna come and save the day <laughs> i still you. think chick is the hero that no. uh, gotham city and riverdale no. deserve. exactly this episode only betty veronica justin 
<laughs> you didn't give your theory. Wait, my theory? Yeah. Who's the uh, black queen? I think Claudius Blossom. That's that's, oh, who that's I think. Like, okay. I honestly don't have a very good idea about it. I agree with you. It's a bunch probably of we need to get back around to the Chick and Charles storyline at some point, but I don't know how it makes any more sense that one of them would be this black hood than Claudius. Yeah, or the librarian that Pete was talking about. Sure. Betty or Veronica? We'll start with Pete. Betty, all day, her <laughs> day. Love the darkness, Betty. Keep up the great work. You are an amazing person and character. Pete, I'm embarrassed for you that you couldn't pick Cheryl, and so I guess I will, uh, because she really uh, is the hero that this city deserves. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Of Betty and Veronica, I would go for Veronica, because she did a little bit of detective work this episode, and maybe some good stuff, and like got things right with the Lodge family, but... Goddamn, Cheryl was amazing this episode. Cheryl is yes. always amazing. And if you're amazing, support our show at patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. in New York. Totally free, totally live, partially live. Some of it is dead. What? Come on by. So <laughs> check it out. Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the guests we have on our show. Follow us on Twitter at comic book live. Check us out at comic book club live.com for this podcast and copycat podcasts. And I'll be moving to Riverdale. You guys want to come? Oh, There's no. a lot of cheap property. I'm going to send you to Para. <laughs> nice, Pete. No, thanks. 